Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. No, welcome to the to the Dare Show podcast. It's not another episode. I'm trying to get out of the hill doing getting out of the hill. Why did I say that? Getting out of the habit of copying other podcasts. Like I want to do it my way. Um, this is you know I do talk about everything from music to reviews. Um, this week I'm a little unprepared. <laughs> A little unprepared and a little thirsty. I have some stuff I wanted to talk about, but as far as like the logistics that I normally talk about, I don't really have any. I don't have a song of the week, but I think I want to make the song of the week BMS. BMS. Um, it is the last week of Pride Week, but we'll talk about that when we get to there. I've been watching um, College Hill. On BET, the the revamped, whatever you want to call it, with the oh celebrity edition, with um, Nene Leakes, Lamar Odom, Big Frida, Queen Diva. By the way, okay, so I work at a store in Northern Shreveport, and if you guys remember Melvin, who is Big Frida, who I guess at this point was big, one of Big Frida's um, managers, especially on the show. If you guys remember Melvin, I think Melvin shops at one of the stores that I work at. Um, and I want to ask him if he, like, I have the whole scenario how I want to go about it in my head. But I'm just like, I think that's him, but I'm not sure. But I'm like, I'm sure, I'm like 99% sure that's Melvin. Um, which I'm like, which is cool. Which is interesting. Um... So, it's Big Frida, Stacy Dash. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Stacy is a mess. Why does Stacy here? So they're in they they're at TSU. The TSU campus kind of looked a little really ghetto. It looked like what the fuck is going on here? It looked like something like ghetto ass apartments. The, the entrance that they showed us. I don't know about the rest of it. So they're, they're at TSU. And um, Stacy's like joining the dance team. Most of this looks organic. Everything looks everything doesn't look fake. It doesn't look reenacted. It doesn't look like it's produced. It looks like organic situations happening. Stacy goes to the dance team. And she tells us. First of all, she tells us she hasn't been dancing for 30 years. And then she's, like, warming up to the dance moves. I'm like, girl, why are you going? And then, like, that weekend, it's one of their biggest, like, weekends or games or whatever. And so Stacy's like, I'm like, girl, why are you <laughs> dancing when you haven't danced in 30 years? And you're going to go dance at one of their biggest games or whatever, it just didn't make sense. So she's like warming up, getting the dance moves. The next day, she's back at rehearsals and like she's pulling, you know, the old lady card. And so the dance team captain is like, she's not having it. She's not taking it. She's like, girl, you should have been rehearsing. Any time to rehearse is a time to rehearse. 
he needs to come more prepared. And so Stacy's like, you're not going to talk to me like that. I'm going to get out of here and leave. And so <laughs> Stacy just like leaves and it's like, what did you expect from them to do? Have like some kind of grace on you? Like you're on the dance team at this point. You are you acting like you're on the dance team. Then she tells us she's been dancing in 35 years. I haven't danced in 35 years. Girl, didn't you just say you haven't danced in 30 years? It's an interesting show. Lamar Odom is disgusting. Lamar Odom is nasty. <laughs> Lamar Odom. He's nasty. And it's like they're showing a montage where it seems like they've been more we've only seen them be there for like about like three, four days. But in the beginning, like first two episodes, it's only like two days. They're showing a montage and Lamar is nasty. Lamar's ass is hanging out. His dick is printing while he's sleeping. It's um Lamar is a mess. Um then there is uh, the delicious um, Slim Thug that I'm becoming not a fan of anymore because Lamar and Slim are coming over as like hoes. Um, then there's Ray J. Ray J is a clown, and I'm just like, at what point is Ray J going to take anything seriously? Ray J is a clown. Ray J has like these two Rhythm Nation earrings in, which makes him look even more like a clown. Like one earring, one dangly earring, I think is like good enough. It's cute, it's cute, but two of them is just like it doesn't look complete. And I'm not saying it doesn't look right; it just doesn't look complete. Um, Ray J, Nini, did I say Nini? Nini Leaks is giving beautiful energy. Like she's not on that housewife. Yeah, 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 energy. Her energy, her tone, everything is very, like, mellow. She looks very delicious on the show. She looks very good. Um, who else is on? Okay, and then there's these two girls. One's a rap little... What is somebody? I don't know. Dream Doll? I don't know. There's two girls. One is an influencer, one's a rapper. One is dumb as rocks. I think it's the influencer that's like, she got herself dumb pretty much. She was like, does anybody else have the feeling of not um, being in a being in a room and everybody else seems to understand what's going on and you're just sitting there like, it's not clicking. I'm like, girl. I would not say that on TV. Um, but also, I'm just like, how much do these people get paid to... If it goes, like, quote-unquote, straight to DVD or straight to streaming nowadays, how much are y'all getting paid? Also, are they getting, like, is this, like, a free tuition, free ride to get these certificates or whatever degree that they're going for or whatever that they're doing? Um, I believe it is, like, a real situation of them getting some kind of um education and then they have to like finish it i don't know if they're gonna finish it on the show or finish it off the show but this is like a real situation which is really cool um i think that's all the yeah that's all the castmates um stacy dash in the second episode stacy dash she isn't getting along with everybody I didn't know Stacy was Stacy was Mexican. I thought she was white. So the black and Mexican thing makes it even more like, girl, what? About looking at her political stance. 
and how certain, you know, sides of the political spectrum treat certain or think about certain um, races. So, I thought she was white. The girl is half Mexican and half black. And she's not necessarily, like I said, getting along with the cast. She's isolating herself. They wanted her to, like, to interact more with the cast. So, in order to do that, they all voted to switch her room. So, she switched rooms with somebody. The next day... She, they call the am like an ambulance shows up. They have no idea what is going on, and I kind of believe this is like real. I don't know if I believe this is real. Is this real? Do I believe? I believe it's real. It's just like the. I think I'm just trying to understand what's really going on, also with them, because like their reaction was very real slash what the fuck is really going on i think that's the main question so an ambulance shows up to the house stacy dash um the ambulance goes into her room one of the dream doll i'm gonna say it was dream doll dream doll tries to go into her room the uh, paramedic is so much of an asshole she's like you can't come in here it's a patient privacy practice or whatever but the three piece she said so she's like, oh, okay, I'll just leave. And so um, <laughs> they end up taking Stacy and admitting her to the hospital. And she's like, um, they're follow they she's t- they're taking her out on the stretcher, and Stacy's like covered up like Michael Jackson. Um <laughs> and I think Dream Doll was like, Can I, you know, ride with you to the hospital? Or where are you going or whatever? And then the, the paramedic is still being an asshole, being like, you, nobody is allowed to ride in the paramedic in the ambulance. It's like, damn. So we're all kind of wondering what's going on with Stacey Dash. They all want to, okay. Something's up with Stacey Dash. Or production is making something up with Stacey Dash because everybody else gave their own resume, who they are, blah, 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 blah. Stacy Dash was the only person who. I think Stacy leaves, because she's the only one who doesn't have like a confessional look. She's also the only one who, when they're talking to them, she's like talking on like a confessional couch or something. So I'm guessing Stacy leaves, and they didn't give enough footage, or she, you know, really bitched out, chickened out, was a wimp. And didn't want to deal with those kind of people. And her main issue was like, I don't party, but we can, you know, we can do games and stuff or whatever. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Like, we just want to, like, get to know you and you to interact with us and be friendly. But she totally came out like, girl, you're giving Vicky Gumbelson from The Real Housewives of The Real Housewives, The Ultimate Girl Strip. If you don't want to be here, leave. Like, you're probably not going to get all your money, which you may or may not need, but leave. Like, I don't understand. And baby, she found a way to leave. So I'm guessing Stacey is not on the show anymore after a couple, after a certain amount of episodes, putting pieces together, um, which is unfortunate because or maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. break my soul. 
I adore this song. Like I said last week, I feel like Break My Soul is going to be in the album, probably. It's going to be, like, the most relevant and most connection and most of the times album Beyonce was ever is going to make. This song is very much um, of the times. It's a little late, but, you know, people are still, you know, quitting their jobs, being entrepreneurs, need that motivation, need that power. And, you know, this song, you know, Beyonce, I've said this many times, explaining her music, Beyonce makes music, she makes she has like corny sub corny um what am I trying to say? She makes she has like corny uh song titles or catchy song t- song catchy phrases in the song, you know, I ain't sorry or come on girls, let's get in information or Jonathan still to the left to the left. Um look at so crazy girl, you crazy in love. You know, those kind of like song titles. Um but this I feel like it's a different it's not super like automatic. It's not super um, break my soul. It's not super. Sorry, I thought I heard somebody listening to me. It's not super like crazy, catchy, like cliche. It's not super cliche. And I love that about it. Um, there's that sample. Somebody Robin S. sample that they... Somebody said it was her sample, but I don't think it is. Because it's definitely not credit credited. But, you know, the gay family, Marvin Gaye's estate, they have everybody on their P's and Q's so they won't get sued. <laughs> um, I love the story that it tells. And I hope... The oh my god the video I play like a video in my head every time I listen to this song, and I hope like the the cover art is a taste of a video. I hope we do get a video. Are we gonna get a video? There's no video out yet. Um, are we gonna get like the double disc? Not. I mean, are we gonna get the video anthology again? The you know. She's like accustomed us to this such like fun way of expo- listening to music now. It's like, girl, you can't just like give it up. Even though I didn't like lemonades, um, I, I wanted videos, especially for six inch. But anyways, let me move along. I love the cinematic feeling. Like the the only way I would have a video for BMS is if it was similar to Lady Gaga's Mary of the Night. Like, very cinematic. I want, you know, the struggle of the tears. I want the struggle of, you know, people breaking your soul at work and you trying to, like, have this thought of making your own business and searching around a city and trying to find resources and trying to find salvation and trying to build your own foundation (laughs) with that motivation that you have. Like, I love those lyrics and I love how it, it just like the song just like gives a beautiful um, visual. 
and you know the church hats and the gloves that she's been sporting these past years are definitely gonna like enhance and um be compatible with the music i think she's she's made or making um but yeah i want to i want to see like dramatics and i want to see like prayers and i want to see um work and i want to see excitement and i want to see sadness and i want to see tears i want to see like a see a theatric music video for this song <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna get that but hopefully we do like we can have a dance like a little like dance and fun video and then i want to see like a cinematic and theatric video somebody tag beyonce because i do want uh, i'm excited i'm excited for what's possibly to come the remixes i hope there are really good music remixes coming um the the song is in like different chunks and every chunk is absolutely different uh vocally except for maybe the chorus is kind of the same <coughs> the chorus is kind of the same but and like everything else is like in different chunks and i feel like the song being in different chunks and like that and stuff like that it helps to breed incredible remixes. From I hope somebody get the stems, get the backgrounds. The only thing about the song that I, I'm a little disappointed in is I love her her backgrounds. Her backgrounds are so sick, but it's like at a certain point they kind of stop, and I'm like, wait, I want to hear. It's something to get used to for this song. It's something definitely to get used to. Um, she's also playing like that Carrie Underwood, low, 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 high note, low, 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 low situation, which I found very interesting. Um, the ending is my favorite. It's, I'm trying to learn the words and keep up with the words. I'm going to find a new... I think it's the new salvation and build my own foundation, got motivation. I'm looking for, or I found, I done found me a new foundation. I'm going to take my new salvation and build my own foundation. Something like that. I love the ending and I love how like the motivation, salvation, um, what is it? Motivation, salvation, foundation i love how those switch it up to actually tell a story like i'm looking for a new foundation and then i done found a new salvation i'm gonna find my new foundation i'm gonna take this new salvation and build a new found i love it i love it i love the lyrics um the only part that I, i'm not too crazy about is the rap um, i don't really care about the rap but that's it that's just my little taste um it's cute <laughs> I'm, it's like the last thing I'm trying to learn um, but yeah and I and she's you know she's talking about love I think that's really her like she's continuing her messaging you know from me myself and I to get information and build your own business or be your own boss or whatever you know that love part that she has when she that little like bridge I guess you would call it um where she talks about love and, you know, looking for something that's inside of me. And that's sort of her message to the world, I believe. 
Because she said it, she's, she has said that very many, many times. So, let me take a little sip of water. And we'll talk about Vicky Winans when I come back. Next car, honey, next car! All right. Here we are. Let's continue on with the show. That watermelon, um, I think it's like watermelon strawberry drink. Um, crayon, crayon watermelon? It is so delicious. That's what I've been sipping on. I just finished it. Um, what are you guys sipping on? What are you drinking? What are you eating? Let me know in the comments. Vicky Winans. Oh, song of the week. Let's just call it at the end. This is the last week of Pride Week. The last couple of days of Pride Week. Pride Month. Um, BMS. Break My Soul. You Can't Break My Soul. Um... I love it. I love it. That's the song of the week. Go check it out. I think somebody put up an acapella version, which is, eh. Sometimes the acapella versions aren't, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that. But by Beyonce, go check it out. The album comes out in a month on July 29th. So that's exciting. I'm ready to pre, I don't know how to pre-order it. Um, I'm, I know that all those boxes were, I think had something to, had a pre-order in them, I guess. But how to pre-order the actual album? I know you can pre-save it, but I want like I want to buy this album, so we'll see. The only thing about Break My Soul that is very confusing right now is that it's been at the top of all these charts, iTunes charts on this country, iTunes charts on that country, but it debuted at number fifteen on Billboard. I'm very disappointed. I'm very confused. It should, really should have been a debut number one single. That's why, uh, like, these, like, everybody wants to talk about iTunes and it's at the top of Spotify and the world charts. Well, why didn't it, why did it debut at number 15 on Billboard if it's at the top of all these charts? Uh, I guess we'll see where it goes from here. Um,. But this is weird, and I believe this is, like, a really great track, and the momentum and everybody's, um, you know, it's on TikTok, you know, it's popping on TikTok, I guess, I think, um, you know, so I'm just confused, I'm confused, and I feel like somebody's lying, and Billboard, they need to get it together, because instead of reporting on music adjacent news you need to be reporting on what's really going on in the music industry streets Vicky Winans. So this like clip of Vicky Winans went completely viral this past week. I love Vicky Winans. Shake 
yourself for loose. And then my favorite, long, 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 long. I love me so long, guys. I got King Jesus. Miss Vicky Winans, she loves the internet. She loves the love. She loves the exposure. She's just like the, that old school. That old school, but yet yeah, new, understand sort of the new school and new money that's out there. <clears throat> not even old school. I'm not going to call her old school in like the old thinking way. Maybe, yeah, maybe just because her age and like she's very, you know, classic in a way about, you know, how she moves, maneuvers. But she's very much, like, new school and, like, the money out there and the exposure and social media like that. Um, she went viral talking about she was hoarse. <laughs> and this video shows her, like, completely dodging, like, going... I don't even know how to explain it without being nasty. Completely being nasty. I don't even know how to explain it, you guys. She said she was hoarse in the video. She was doing her theatrics with a towel. Um, but she said she was hoarse in the video. I don't know if she was hoarse or not. Tell me, Vicky Winans. Of course, you know, she doesn't sing like she used to. Especially after, I believe, like the early 2000s when she, you know, lost weight and then she had, like, vocal surgery. Um, I think there, there were nodules. She had nodules removed or something like that. <laughs> and now, you know, she's in her... She's almost 70. She's in her late 60s. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, the pandemic... No shade. I, I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm... I, my tweet was like, no shade. I had to start with that. And I'm starting off here with no shade. But Vicky Wynan, she doesn't sing like she used to. Um, and I think she kind of reframes from singing a lot. I don't think she's putting on, like, full concerts like that. You know, I think she'll, like, give you a little message and, you know, hum to a couple of her hits. But... I don't think the voice is there as much as she wants to claim it on being a horse and her, you know, doing like three shows back to back and her doctor was not pleased with her doing that or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just like, I don't think the voice is there like that anymore. And it's okay. Like she's talented in many other ways for her. It's okay because she's talented in many other ways. Uh, but you know, her justification, she like, she made a post about it. Then she went live with somebody on Instagram talking about it. And I was just like, Vicky Wyden is, is not having it. First of all, she knows the game about the social media stuff. And then, you know, she was trying to defend herself and I'm just like, it's okay, Vicky. It's completely okay. Um, you're Vicky Wyden. <laughs> you put in your work. You don't need to, like, defend yourself like that. But it's okay. It's a funny video. It's an interesting situation that she was doing. But anyways. So the BET Awards were this past... Was this past Sunday. Nobody, you know, every week, every year, and every year, the BET Awards come around. And it's just like, okay, whatever. Taraji, I believe, hosted it again. I think this was her... 
I think she's hosted it before. Taraji B. Henson. One picture. She looked like Patty LaBelle. I was like, girl, what is Patty doing? Oh, that's Taraji. Um, by the way, Patty LaBelle is singing out here singing, doing show continuously doing shows. Um and she sounds amazing. She sounds amazing. She looks amazing. Um, I want another live Patty album. I've been saying this for years. I've tweeted her. I've said it on the podcast. I need another Patty LaBelle album. Um, but anyways, so the BT Awards were this weekend. Was this weekend, and it just wasn't. You know, I think people were roasting it a little bit more than they were enjoying it. Um. Giveon. I want to talk about Aaron's and the Giveon situation. I guess, you know, homeboy, I don't know if he's sold a million records or 10 million records or what Instagram says. Instagram says 10 million. Uh, Twitter said 1 million of whatever album he has out. I don't know what's going on with that. But Giveon, uh, his voice is weird. I don't understand how. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, I don't understand how he, you know, got in the industry. It's considered talented, um, which isn't nice to say, but his voice is different and it's not palatable sometimes. So, Giveon sang and he was like tapping on his microphone. <laughs> he couldn't hear in his ear earrings. And I'm just like, these new singers, they need to learn how to sing without the earrings. And that's the whole, like, Mariah thing. Like, Mariah, I think Mariah was, like, one of the first people who I um, realized, like, back in, like, during, like, the Emancipation um, days, that she had, like, an earring. I remember we were like, why is Mariah always, like, pushing her ear? <laughs> Not literally her earring, but her, literally pushing her ear in. But we now know it's, like, she's pushing her ear in, the uh, device that... Which is so, it's such a weird concept that you're in because it's like you can hear everything, but then like a sound person is controlling it. And at any point in time, you cannot hear anything. Um, I'm trying to remember who was that. I don't know, but you know, many singers like backstage are like, I can't hear anything in my earrings. And all I hear is, you know, music or turn this up or, you know, they're pointing to this. <laughs> I love those moments when they're like pointing to the um, sound engineer, turn me up or turn this up or turn that down or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I, I just find the Aaron so fascinating. Yeah, I just find them so fascinating. Like, and then, you know, Giveon, he couldn't hear himself. So, you know, I've just, like, like I said, y'all need to learn how to sing without the earrings because that's what, you know, Aretha, Patty, uh, Gladys, and The Temptations, and Diana, all these singers, and they all sang without the earrings. They were completely fine. I'm sure, you know, take that piece out and hear yourself and get to singing. Learn how to adapt and learn how to function 
Because you should know when you're, well, I'm not going to say you should know, but I guess if you like, everything is loud enough, you can't really hear yourself if you're off key. But if you, you know, take that ear out and ear in out and push it, uh, uh, ear, put your finger put it in your ear, you can hear. <laughs> I feel like it's a lazy excuse now. And it's too many, like, it's too many earring issues. And I feel like at certain at a certain point it might be a little sabotage going on in the industry with the earrings. But it's just a mess. And it, it just it's not a great performance. And Mariah um I brought up Mariah because she was the first person that I realized that the wore those and she um backstage um of back behind the scenes of her Mimi concerts. She, like, talked about how she had these earrings, and she's like, well, since I have to wear them, I might as well, you know, put diamonds on them and stud them up, and then she, you know, studded up the the microphone in the microphone stand, and she's like, I'll just wear it as, like, a piece of jewelry. <laughs> she's so funny. Um, yeah, those earrings, they get you every time. I remember Beyonce. If I'm not mistaken, Beyonce used to wear one earring. And then she, when did she start wearing two? I don't know. Because she's good with, like, hiding them. She's also good. She doesn't have too many, like, fuck-up mistakes with her earrings, which is interesting. Like, Mariah has some um, mistakes. And, you know, other people have, you know, questionable behavior with their production engineers. But B's always, like, on a good repertoire certain things but um i think it was like the i am tour she started wearing two but the beyonce experience she was wearing one and i think like on uh the destiny child she was wearing one too um i remember kelly took hers out she's like i want to hear y'all sing and it's, it's so weird how you like you can only hear what's going on on stage but you have to take them out to hear like the audio it's weird but I think Beyonce, like, oh, here we go with Beyonce again. I think on the Must Carter show, they, like, incorporated the audience sound into her ear and so she wouldn't really have to take them out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk about for this episode of the Dare Show podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for um, watching and listening to the uh, Flame Review by Patty LaBelle I did. Um... I'm trying to think, was there anything I missed on that? Somebody did say, like, Ann Nesby um, wrote when you talk about love and, it, like, in, it, she she was part of, like, making the Patti LaBelle sound back then. And I forgot, yeah, she wrote that. And she also wrote, um, co-wrote on uh, The Right Kind right kind of Love. Vanita. Where's B Slade, Patty? B Slade really gives that energy, that B Slade energy. I hope everything's okay. I think you might be working on something, a, a different project. But that B Slade energy, I've just realized, like, I feel like he's only been working for, with her for a couple of years, but he's been working for her, I think, for like five years now. Um, I think after Winbush uh, left. What's his name? Aaron Wimbush. I forget his name. He, the Wimbush dude. Um, you know, Patty would only have like one male singer. 
um, one male background singer. And so the Wimbush dude, he's gone on to like American Idol and touring with like Tori Kelly and like singing. Like he's gone on, gone on to um, some very delicious things. Uh, but I hope Beach Slate is good. You know, I believe Patty is playing at Essence Fest this weekend. So we'll see about that. Uh, she had some really great moments during one of her last shows, a couple of the last shows. One lady, she had like cancer and she was given six months to live. And she's giving her testimony like, you know, she would play Patty LaBelle's music. You know, six months later, she's still here and she's so grateful to see Patty. She's like, I gotta see Patty. And she's out here seeing Patty. Also, another little clip that's been going around of Patty talking about her shoes. I think she was in like, I'm not gonna remember, but she was somewhere. She was like, I let these heifers look at my shoes and they end up stealing my shoes <laughs> yeah i stuck to the stealing patty shoes i remember at my concert i think I said, i've said this before but i remember at my concert at the end of the concert patty's like where are my shoes and she's like girl you can't take my shoes home it was funny it was a whole thing I did i get that on camera I think I did. I'm going to go see you. But anyways, thank you guys for supporting this this podcast and this channel on YouTube, The Dare Show. And I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you guys commenting and let me know your favorite songs and favorite moments. Everything, everything. I'm trying to do much better with the reviews and try to get, you know, accurate information in. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. And I'll be back next week. And we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk next week. Also, check out the YouTube channel. I've also been going live. I talked about um, Madonna's remix album that came out, Finally Enough Love. I talked about the Real Housewives of, uh, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip. I think it was like episode one through three. You can go, always go check those lives out. It's just me talking and on another platform, which is YouTube. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye.